Hello and welcome to the Breaking Free podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Francis. I'm joined by a very good friend of mine who we've reconnected in, in the last few years, which we'll delve into later, but this is Dale Holmes. Um, people might have seen him on Telegram, Instagram, Facebook. Well, when he's not banned from Facebook. Um, he's uh, a truther, um, very well researched, and I'm very, very grateful to ha- have him on the show today. So thanks for coming on, Dale. Thanks, mate. Nice floral number you got there. Yeah, thank you. Nice, powerful red shirt, you know. Is it red? I thought it was purple. I thought you were doing a homage to the Queen or something. <laughs> nah, mate. Maybe a next one. <laughs> I just uh, got you on today, Dale. We can talk about um your journey and how you got from... Oh, hey, hey, hey. Well, my podcast is called Breaking Free, so I guess it's how you broke free from all the programming and and yeah. all the stuff that's been going on. I. You, you've been awake for longer than I have, so let's just delve into that. What happened? Yeah, I mean, like, and I, I, you know, you know me, like, I don't, I don't can't even like that term awake because it's always, nah. it's like awake to what? Because, yeah, the more you, the more you come to know that's real, and then you form a whole new um, view of reality. Mm. And then that's, that changes too. And actually, this has been topical this week because I've seen, I've seen a lot of people go from certain religious dogma and then move over to other religious dogma. I've yeah. seen a lot of people. Um, yeah. Well, we can go into that a bit later. But yeah, we because, can. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, and it's basically, you just, you, you're trapping yourself into another, like another belief system. So yes. it's like everything should be information. And then you, you can base what you see reality on what you know, but there's always more. No, and then if if once you become rigid in a belief system, then new information will come in that that goes against your belief system, and that's where cognitive dissonance kicks in. Correct. And then you can't you can't look, mm. and um, and that that's basically what's happened on a global scale. That um, some people are triggered into awakening, and other people double down, like with yeah. what's happened in the last couple of years, because what's being presented very very obviously mm. about the way the world really works and who's really in charge and what's really going on and what this reality is. That's, that's too much of a shift in people's belief system. I agree. They can't, um, it's too much to comprehend. And that's, that's what cognitive dissonance is. It's the, the, you're fighting with your own, you're fighting with your own internal belief system, yeah. which, I don't, which I don't even think is, it's not just um, programming from this life, but nah. that's eons of programming embedded, embedded in your DNA and your and your incarnational cycles, which is which is also like it's part of a trap too. But yeah, yeah, and you can see it just by talking to um, people that we just mentioned, like a few little hints, and it's like their programming just like that's yeah. full on mentally implode. It's yeah. crazy. I've seen. Um, I've seen like physical, um, actually like um, like when cos- cognitive dissonance kicks in, you can actually see the physical symptoms of it. Yeah, and um, and particularly so one one of the main one. I don't know if Christoph talks about this. You might know um, when um, when people are presented with information that goes against their belief system or it's too challenging, you'll start. They actually will doze off or they'll start to yawn. You'll see people yawn. Yes, but I have noticed that. But I've actually seen someone like go. Like almost like robotic, like it was it was too much for them because um 
you know, like just common sense truths, not even out there truths, just common sense truths that goes to the belief system. And it's like a fucking bot malfunctioning. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And especially since people have taken this uh, this thing in our left arm, it's like, it's, yeah. it, I reckon it's heightened that in some people. Definitely in some. Definitely yeah. in some. But and that's... Then, yeah. Yeah, go on, No, I was just going to say, like, you've either had, like, saline or you've had whatever else is in it. But, like, if you've had something else that's in it, like, people are just mentally imploding. Or they're becoming triggered at things we're saying. Yeah. More so yeah. than usual. Yeah. It's like you're, and what you talk about, it's like they know something's wrong. Yeah. They, but, all, they all know on a subconscious level. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Spot on. And it's yeah. unpacking that. And that's the work I do. But that's like, because you talk like, if you're talking about breaking free, it's like, it's breaking free of, of the fucking illusion. And yes. And how, how deep, how deep is the illusion? Correct. And like, that's like I, I try and I try and talk about like the big stuff because, you know, like you can talk about the surface level control system, but like what's the actual genesis of it? Where does it come from? Yeah, and it's definitely not on Earth anyway. No. <laughs> no it's not. But yeah, so we'll just circle back after that awesome tangent. We'll just circle back to like your journey. Like I I remember I've heard you say, two thousand oh, well, nine not nine eleven was sort of like your um, point where you started going in all the rabbit holes is that right? Nine eleven. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, I was, I was, I was quite. I was, I was, I was always an open thinker, but um, yeah, that was. Um, I, I got a DVD called Loose Change by. I was working at McDonald's as a kid. I still need to watch that. Uh, it's, I wouldn't even bother now. It's oh, so, yeah. <laughs> it's um, it's. I mean, what what happened in nine eleven is so much more advanced. Yeah. Than what, what that covers, but for as far as a basic documentary that you know it wasn't, um, um, oh yeah, Islamic hijackers, and it, it shows how they were doing, um, um, you know, they were doing these, um, oh, I'm trying to think what the operation was called. Uh, anyway, it doesn't, yeah, yeah it's, it's very from. basic, basic level, covers you know, Tower Seven and mm. all that sort of shit. So that was like 2002. And um, yeah, and then I just went home and I went I was trying to like share that DVD out to everyone. <laughs> yeah. And then it was like, and then YouTube came along. So I used to, I was at uni, I used to listen to Coast to Coast AM yeah, with yep. Art Bell and George Norrie. And there wasn't much back then. It was kind of that, Alex Jones and David Icke. Yeah. And then, because on Coast to Coast, they used to interview David Icke a bit. And then I'm like, fuck, this guy's good, man. And then yeah, he is. Went, went and saw him in Melbourne. And that was probably. I actually remember feeling that something happened to my body after mm. I was. I um I remember I went back to a hotel room that night and I was like I was just buzzing, and I think it was I wasn't just it was the information that I had learnt, mm. but it was like it, it fucking hit, and when you watch a twelve hour presentation and like the the energy in the room, mm. and um I don't I, I kind of never went back after I never looked at the world the same yep. again after that, and then yeah then you just it's one thing after another, after another. Yep, similar to me, but like you, I've sounds like you've like staggered yours. Like you gave me three names when I reconnected with you, which we'll delve into in a minute: <laughs> Rena yeah. Michelson, Rachel Vaughan, and Fiona Barnett. After watching an Epstein doco, which was surface level, like 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 loose change, but then yeah, I just yeah. went full blind into it, and then I was bounced back up, and 
here I am running a podcast talking. Well, that was weird. I can I can tell them about like our history because you um you come and work. You were a student teacher. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was at uni, um, and yeah. you're at your old job. Yeah. Um, I came in on a welfare placement, and you and I went out to Maryborough one day, and you were telling me about genetically modified corn. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> yeah, I've, I do. You know what? I genuinely, I remember being in the staff kitchen, and um, I genuinely thought you were. I nuts. think one of the girls were one of the girls was microwaving something, and I told her. I said, yes, you, you did. You yelled out at her. Microwave. <laughs> I said, "What are you doing? Don't microwave your food." Like, yeah, and I was literally like sitting there, like this guy, this guy's nuts. Yeah. But I went away and researched that genetically modified corn, but I did nothing about it. <laughs> yeah. Until I reconnected with you at the start of 2020, remember? In the local sports store in Bendigo. Yeah, so yeah, so that was quite so that was weird because I, 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 that shows you, you know some people some people are ready to open and smart. Yeah, you know I gave you three three names of fucking satanic ritual abuse stories. Like yeah. that's that's a bit heavy for most. People. No, but, but I were, had an I open mind. Were, yeah. yeah, I was ready yeah. to be. A, I was ready for that because I watched that doco and they said at the end of it that it was a worldwide scale operation, which I knew anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And then reading those three names, it's like this all makes sense to me now. It's like I was relearning that information. I felt like it, I'd already, I already knew it. Hey, do you know, you know, one my my brother mentioned the other day. Yeah. Um. So you know the Raider Michelson testimony that's based around Rushworth, the Rushworth School that I worked at. Yep. And um, a satanic ring operating in the town, and it's it's quite a small town. And actually, Rushworth's flooded at the moment. Rush, Rushworth Murchison. It yeah, does it is, flood yeah. right on the Waranga Basin, mm. and it's on the um, it's on the gold on the gold reef, and that's why it was called Rushworth because of the gold. That's what because it was like a rush worthwhile. That's what they used to say. But mm. do you know who you know who owns the property? If you go out, you go out to Almore, you turn uh, on the way to Almore, you turn at Gornong, yep, and then you go onto that Rushworth road. Mm. Um, that's John Farnham's property. Is it really? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I'm not saying he's involved. I, I knew he lived out there, but my brother's like, you know, John Farnham was on the way to Russia. And I'm like, yeah. So, Interesting. Anyway, because then we had uh, we had Ro- we had he's Robbie from- Williams give him a little tribute at the uh, grand final. Yeah. yeah Interesting, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and then they said, oh, Johnny. Though he's on the news the other day, he said Johnny's not gonna not gonna live in not gonna sit in silence, like using the words of his song. But then he can't. Didn't he come out and fucking? Have a go of people using that at the freedom marches and stuff. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's the song we're we're all singing when we're all marching yeah. last year. It's like Robbie Williams comes out and sings it. It's it's like a big f u to people like us, isn't it? Really, that's how that's how I felt it was. It yeah, was here well, we are. Well, Twelve probably, months later, we've got a grand final. You know, we're all back yeah. to normal. It's, well, it's, it's, you know, no. look around you. None none of this is normal. Nah. Well, no, normal is normal is just what is ever perceived by the majority. So Correct. it kind of following is normal. Herd. It's it the fucking herd. has been. <laughs> following the it herd, mate. Normal. This following is the new herd. normal, mate. The new normal. Yeah. <laughs> well, is we're gonna it? have um, we're gonna have freezing cold weather in the middle of October, and you know that's normal, is it? That's not normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's interesting, isn't it? Um, yeah, so after you and I um, reconnected, and I highly recommend anyone 
that's listening to this to research those names and you will learn the stuff that we have learned. All you need is an open mind. Rena Michelson, Rachel Vaughan, and Fiona Barnett. And that is the root cause of all the issues that are currently happening on earth right now. And it's the root cause issue that no one's talking about. And that's yeah. another reason why I started this podcast as well. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, that that what that has been a good, like, it has um, been trickling away that people, I mean, satanic ritual abuse was very taboo. Mm. And um, it's, I wouldn't, yeah, it's still, it's still taboo, but not, nothing to the extent that it was even a few years ago. Like, people did, people have wised onto that. Yep. Um, have wised onto that stuff. And, you know, I mean, they, and like those three names that, that's three, and I guess that they're topical because they're Australian. But there's fuck. I mean, there's so Jeanette, many. Jeanette Archer. Yeah, I still reckon C- Kathy O'Brien's. Is, yeah, that one's another one. Is, that's the best book I've read. Um, yeah, Transformation of America because, and that that really covers like the old school MK Ultra, and that's what they'll do it in the eighties. Mm. But yeah, like that's because that that fucking changed when I when I read hers. I read hers, and then. Um, Arizona Wilder and then yeah another one yeah well the yeah, book that the it, book that changed my life was the one you gave me David Ike's the biggest secret yeah well that well that goes through all of it so he talks about he talks to Arizona Wilder and there yeah, too which absolutely supposedly rituals with the Queen he talks about the Franklin Credit Union mm. um, where they were you know they were prostituting boys to the White House all through like Nebraska and then yeah. Um, he talks about, oh no, it was after you, but that, that the other one is um that Canadian psychologist Sandra Feck. She's really good because she was a normal, just a normal mainstream psychologist, and she started. She's awesome, getting, that lady. You know, yeah, she started getting heaps of clients that were, um, claiming ritual abuse and seeing reptilian entities and all, and she, <laughs> and, then, and then she started reporting some of them to the police, and then they, they went into a um her clinic and like started putting satanic relics and sabotaging it and. Right yeah. and on the wall in blood Crazy. and stuff like that. Mm. So, yeah, nah. I mean, fucking, it, it, it's all there. It's all there if you want to see it. But to me, it's like, well, uh, th- then you got to ask the question: Well, why do they rape kids? Why do they sacrifice kids? Are they doing it to their god? Well, who's their god? They're uh, worshiping Satan, aren't they? Yeah, and then well, actually, well, what is Satan? Is it a fucking? Oh yeah. Is it a like a dude with a pitchfork, or is that some amp- anthropomorphized? creature that we've invented is that part of the simulation is it um you know did we project that in here is that a part of yourself yeah Um, well we all have light and dark don't we yeah we all we all do shadow work every day it's like we're removing that evil force within us aren't we yeah well i go i'm i'm one step forward two steps back a lot of the time but yeah but if you just listen to me and 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 let me help you mate you can be (laughs) 10 steps forward and no steps back. <laughs> hey, mate, I'm, fu- I'm back. I've been playing guitar. I'm, I'm pumping weights. I'm eating pretty good. And, um, but I'm yeah, probably down to maybe three quarters of a pack of ciggies a day. Oh, come on, mate. We've got to get you off those. <laughs> We've got to get you off those. That's the last one. But, yeah, back onto that. It's like we're doing, we're doing that work to rid evil, aren't we? It's the evil force. It's time's yeah. up on earth now. Yeah, it's 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 inevitable. Yeah, it's inevitable. But like that's what I, I talk about. I'm I'm more concerned about what comes in after it. Yeah, and that's that's the that's the next form of the mind control, isn't it? It's the savior programming. It's the savior. Yeah. 
That's but, that's built into the simulation, and for me, I can. It's it's very, it's it's very very obvious. That's where it's going. I agree. But I bought that, into that, that when I first woke going. up. When yeah. I first when I first woke up when I first realized what we're living in, I bought into that just for just, just for a little bit because a part of us always wants someone to save us. And it's yeah. like, no, 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 you save yourself. Yeah. It's 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 embedded. It's embedded within us. And it's actually it I think I think it's actually part of the simulation. It's actually coded within the cycles. Um uh, of like the procession of the equinox, so they they present a savior and a phoenix rising at the end of each cycle. Correct, and and that's where it goes back to what sovereignty. Because if you're, I don't give a fuck what religion you are, but if you are, if you're going to give your power over to one being and claim that that is your creator, then you're not sovereign. No, to me, to me that's not sovereignty. And and if you believe in a, a messianic religion, um that's not fucking sovereignty either because no. and and that the question is like do you exist beyond that yes beyond that fucking being right yeah and i've got goosebumps you talking right now so it's obviously confirmation isn't it that we're all here to learn sovereignty yeah so i'm gonna i've been i've been this video i'm gonna talk about god and it's not gonna be very popular but um, no well, some of the stuff we've covered here is not going to be very popular either, but it's like I'm past the point of caring now. Yeah. But that's this, like for me, okay. Yeah. So like if you if you're um I, I put up a video the other day, just on Insta, and I said, Okay, so if you're this. and there is a there is an entity Jesus, right? That's, I agree. And there is the Christ, right? Now if you if you pray, if you're at your weakest moment and this being comes to you and it, it basically saves you, it pulls you out of your rut, but it waited to your weakest point to do that to you. Mm. And then I've heard this off other people that, that all, all that that being asks in return is that you speak its name and you share its word. So in other words, you're saying that you were saved because of that being, that being came in at the last one. And so what was the motivation of that entity? It came to you at your weak moment to draw you over to get you to worship. Correct. And I was, and the way I put it was, okay, so if you're you're on the corner and you're dying, Nathan, you're having a heart attack from a jab or whatever, mm. and then I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, you know, I could go give you CPR and save you, but do I – I'll only come and save you if when I save you, then you get on your knees and worship me. Yeah. Like, is that is that a real is that a real relationship with you and – the creator? No, it's not. No, that's to me. That's a being that is. It's presented itself, waited for its opportunity to yep. then, to then, um, to get your energy. So that this is what this is what I see. Like, and that's all the Messiah. That's all the Messiah stuff. And and these people keep going. Oh, no one's going to save you, but but God will save you. Well, yeah. I no one was there. well, what does Hugh say? <laughs> God wins. God wins. Well, I'm I'm with you. I've had that confirmation come to me it's like we have god within us we are a compressed fractal of the universe and god source creation yeah i believe that so, so that means so i know that <laughs> yeah that means you exist equal with the creator correct that means and that means if you're infinite if you're infinite i'm infinite and then, then you're if you're infinite you're either infinite or you're a created being Correct. So God will say He created you. So if how can He create you if you're infinite? Exactly. 
So then that asks the question, well, who is this being claiming to be God? Mm. And I, I would say that the being claiming to be God in the in the um, religious dogma is is the infiltrator and the one who is replicating the simulation. It's the one that's created the simulation mm. and it's not the creator. It actually believes it's the creator. It's become so distorted in its um in its ego that and feed the feeding of worship that it is it's fucking self-deluded this yeah, entity it, it just it wants worship and that's what this to me this whole incarnation now is to what is sovereignty mm. is like do you do you actually want to be sovereign and and what does that mean and to me it's just i'm i'm infinite yes. and then I'm, if i'm infinite i'm not a created being i always have been yeah and to me it's that everyone's like oh how do we get out of the simulation i think if, if, if you can nail that, yep. I think you need, I think you need the end of, of breaking out of it. And like what yeah. David Icke calls it, the trap, even the the samsara or the Ouroboros where you keep continually um, going into reincarnation cycles. Mm. Well, at what point do you break free of that? Or do you live in an eternal time loop of incarnational learning? Or is there a point where you reach, you've obtained all, You've been everything you've seen done in this universe, and then you leave this universe to your infinite nature of life, and then you can go on exploring the rest of the infinite nature of life. Mm, spot on. Like that's so. <laughs> that's just so powerful, isn't it? Um, when I was so, at at, at the lowest point, you were talking about that being that came to you. Well, I had a being come to me too, but it was a deceased family member telling me that I'm here for a more important reason than getting drunk and chasing girls every week. And if I want to go back to surface level. <laughs> It's like yeah, well, no, but that that's not surface level either. Because, nah, it's pretty deep too. But but yeah, because it's like who if that didn't happen, what you know, what's what path were you going to go down? Well, you don't know. But well, I not, well I did a healing session. Actually, good. This is really good. I did a healing session with uh, Vicky, who is awesome, and you know Vicky too. I had three paths yeah, to a, choose. I had a I had a, I had a warm path, a loving path. I had a neutral, and I had a cold, dark path. I took the warm path. I chose what path I took in that moment. There you go. Yeah, that's that's free will. That's free, free will. will. That, that's absolutely. sovereignty. Yeah, your, it's your choice. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I agree. But that's because you always, you know, anyone anyone has crossroads in their life. Yep. And you know, you have there's there's pivotal ones where you, and sometimes you're actually like you're directly presented with two situations you're like you fucks up just like you actually have a choice you can go here or you can go here mm. and i i had that choice at the start of the year and i, I don't like making change dramatically usually because i'm fucking taurus <laughs> but um yeah it's and then you make you you make the choice and then i guess you own it but then you, your whole life goes in a completely different direction than oh, absolutely went if you went this way yep and, my life um, changed forever but that that's because um yeah, and everyone's rock bottoms. Everyone's rock bottoms different. Like uh, I read Mike Tyson's book and our Anthony Kiedis book, and it's mm-hmm. like you're reading it and you're like, "Fuck, man, that's rock bottom." Like he'd go on these two month heroin benders and yeah. he'd fuck, he'd want to kill himself, and his whole life's falling apart. And you're like, "That's his rock bottom." And then yeah. like he'd he'd come out and be good for two years, and he's back. Yeah, it's, um, Jason Christoph talks about that too about his rock bottom. He was doing the same sort of stuff. 
Mm. Well, what actually, what bottom I, was the tactic is that? But I got I got a question for you, right? Go on, here we go. So, <laughs> so same as you're doing self sabotage. I was thinking I was thinking about this, right? Uh, now, you know, a lot of people when they're out there, you know, when things aren't going well, they'll turn to alcohol or fuck, whatever, you know, porn, over exercising, smoking, porn, whatever. Yeah. So, my, so with me, I, I was having to think about it and I go, when, when things were going well with me, at least on the surface level, mm. I, I think I was drinking more. And then I think when, when things, when I was in a rut, I would kind of I wasn't using any substance. Interesting, isn't it? But, but, but I the opposite like, of what like, But I was probably, but I'd withdraw. I think I withdraw from people. Um, but I wasn't. Yeah, I don't. I I I don't think I overused alcohol when I was down. It's kind of so. But but I think that. I, I know thought, what that programming is. Though. I reckon. I think it might have been mine. I, like, because um, I used to see this with some of my students when the, um, things mm-hmm. were going really good in their life, then they'd destroy it. I already know what it is. <laughs> tell me. I'll tell you what it is. And for those out there that are that 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 are like that too, it's you're too scared to be better than everyone else, so you want to fit back in the herd, so you go back with everyone else. You're too scared yeah. to rise up. It's a it's fear programming. Yeah. I think that's. And yeah. it's like you don't. It's like they don't want their tall poppy trimmed. Yeah. Because what happens when someone rises up in the world? The tall poppy gets trimmed instantly. Yeah. And people are scared. Well, shit, scared of having their tall poppy trimmed. I, my tall poppy gets trimmed every single day, but I don't let it affect me. Yeah. I'm better no, than that. No, you, you, you're definitely right. You're yeah. Definitely right. People are too scared to rise up and be better. They'd rather be stuck where they are now because it because they fit in that way. Everyone else around them stuck. It's who they've surround themselves with. If you surround yourself with people that are stuck, you're stuck. If you surround yourself with people that are rising up, you'll rise up with them. We copy and mirror and mimic everything that we see. We're pack animals, mate. We copy everything. So yeah. why don't you why don't we copy someone oh, rising up and follow that person? Or follow yourself. There you go. Yeah, I don't know where that, that came from, yeah, but that's, <laughs> that's my explanation. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think I knew the answer, but yeah, I think you're you're definitely right. And yeah. like, I don't think I don't I don't do it as much now. But I was thinking about particularly through my twenties and stuff. Yeah, that's it was. Uh, yeah, it's definitely going going back to the herd. But it wasn't them pulling me in. I was doing it myself. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you were subconsciously doing it yourself because you were a bit scared about rising up, which is fine. You've risen up now, but <laughs> it's all good. Rising, rising still. Yeah, we're all still <laughs> rising, aren't we? So. But yeah, that's it's just it's just fear. It's just fear of being different. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's and like, I, it's like- I was, I was fearful of it too. I had to really strip away. Like you, we talk about stripping away. I just strip away everything. Yeah. Fear, um, programming. Yeah, from yours well, is, yours well. has been pretty. Yours has been pretty like. Um, yours is like a big fucking avalanche, dramatic and quick. Mine's literally like yeah a, i was literally rock bottom broke. rock bottom broke had had literally nothing and then back up top again in yeah. the matter of two months yeah so the, the how i think of it too is because i've thought about this because i don't think if you talk dark night of the soul i don't think if i think of where what my rock bottom was i don't maybe i fucking haven't had it maybe. I, I, lost, I, lost, I lost my license drink driving when i was 
like 23, I think that's probably the lowest I've ever felt. Yeah. Um, just because I was like, I was like a piece of shit. And I remember. Um, Don't talk about yourself like that, mate. Come on. <laughs> oh, well, that's how I felt. Like, I, yeah. I, I remember we, I went, like, I was, I was partying hard back then. Like, yeah. Like, you know, three days a week. Like, we're going same hard. Here. Yep. But then, and the same. then it was like football, football training, training hard, drinking three days a week. And then I went over to, went on the footy trip. I got busted drink driving. Mm. And then they sent a letter or something. I was with mum and dad. And they sent a letter. Dad picked me up from the train station, I think. Mm. And he picked me up and he didn't say a fucking word to me in the car. <laughs> and I I knew something. I think maybe, yeah, I think maybe mum told me or something. Yeah. I remember, but then got in the car and he just sped home. He didn't even look at me. And I was Jeez. like, oh, fuck. And then I walked in. I was waiting for mum to rip shit through me. And then I walked in and she like, she like wouldn't talk to me. So it was more was, disappointment. It was, yeah, that was the ultimate, like, I'm yeah. not. I'm not angry point. And it was like, I felt it and I'm like, and I just went, what on earth have, have I fucking done? Cause it yeah. wasn't, it's not losing your license drink, like humiliation and all yeah. that shit. But it's like, I had to get fucking, I have to go to work. Yep. I work, I work on the other side of town. I don't have a car. And like, it's not like living in Melbourne. When you live in the regional towns, like you need a car. You, yep. can't, you can't get anywhere. And I was like, I was mad. I would never catch a public bus. I think I caught on once. <laughs> And I'll t- actually, I'll tell you my lowest moment. I was working at um, I was working at a secondary school doing um, te- as a teacher assistant at the time too. Mm. Um, and so I'd lost my license, and I, and I was riding me pushy, and it was, <laughs> pissing, it was pissing down rain, and this like so I was getting soaked. I'd already been done a few times for not wearing a helmet. So I'm wear a helmet. <laughs> yeah, so I'd mess up my hair. Like I had my hair <laughs> done for work, and I don't want to fuck it. But anyway, I was pissing down rain, and this truck's gone past like a movie, and it's just gone. <sighs> And just, yeah, just okay. And I was like, I'm just going to drive to work tomorrow. I don't care if I, but yeah, look, but yeah. So, what I was going to say is, it's kind of like, do you have to hit rock, rock bottom to learn? Can you just learn without? I mean, you have yeah, to, yeah, you can, yeah, you have to have some, um, um, low point. So, yeah, well, frictions, but do you have to hit a rock bottom? And everyone's rock bottom's different, different, right? correct. When I, when I read David Wilk, Cox's book, his rock bottom was he thought he was going to fail, he was going to get a, a C or a D on one of his classes awesome, at uni. Awesome book, by the way. Synchronicity, yeah, no, not Synchronicity Key, it's his, uh, was uh, that was Ascension. Ascension Mysteries. Yeah, Ascension awesome Mysteries. book. Awesome book. But then, like, and then, like, I read Mike Tyson's book, and you're like, where's his rock bottom? Like, he, yeah. you know, like, so everyone, everyone's just different, but it's a point of, like, where you internally go, okay, I'm gonna, I don't like what's happening, I'm going to make a change. It's just that with my rock bottom, I wasn't listening to to whatever, you know, I just wasn't listening. So it was the universe was, was kept kept making me go lower and lower and lower and lower until I learned, I learned that lesson. I just wasn't listening. As soon as, soon as I listened, though, Dale, my life changed forever. Yeah. But it took, it, it, it took it, me it, to it, lose. Um, the, the lessons become more dramatic. Correct. More it, took, it took me to lose nearly everything to, to pretty much gain everything again because yeah. I wasn't listening. Yeah, but it's good. They like when you know when you're you know when you're on the flow because then you start. For me, it's the synchronicity start yep. coming in. Like, Absolutely, oh, go with that. Numbers, feathers, um, people. Numbers, feathers, people. Um, songs on the radio. Songs on the radio. Yeah, but that's what that's kind of why I've like um, I'm a bit hesitant to get back in the workforce. I still want to do a fair bit of traveling, but that's a good because when you're traveling, you 
you kind of can just follow the synchronicities. Like I don't have any, I don't have any plan. So mm. it's, you can kind of do that. And, and then that makes you think what sovereignty and what freedom really is too, because like, yep. free, um, because control of money, most people, you know, you're stuck or you can't travel because you haven't got any money or you don't, you don't have the desire to, and then you spend, how do they control you as a slave is you spend most of your time at work and yes. most people spend most of their time in a job that they don't fucking like. Yeah. Pay taxes for your own enslavement. Correct. So and tax is theft. That's it. Yeah. And, and then people, people go, oh, the system's broken. It's programming. Like, it's programming. It's perfectly, the system's running exactly how it's meant to. It's meant to siphon your wealth yes. and, and centralize it into, into the middle. It's, the, a, it's not broken. Yeah. Well put. Well do. put. It's like there's so much more to life than working in a job like that. People don't realize that they can start their own business. They can do things that um, they can do things without having without all. They could keep their job, obviously, go part time, but like they don't have to be a slave to that system. People, yeah. okay, I've spoken yeah, to people. I ask in in my questionnaire what people's dreams are, and that's and that's their business idea. It's like www.childreninnature.com is your business idea. Go away and do that with the money that you're earning. Don't go away and drink alcohol and and watch porn and do all those things. It's like go and build your business with that money that you're earning. Yeah. And then that way, there goes your debt too. I got I got to figure out all I want to do. Do you know that's that you know my problem is I don't know what I want to do, really. Well, I know <laughs> I actually I actually know what you what you want to do, but I kind of do, yeah, I kind of do, but like I don't see, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what steps to take, so I just kind of, yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe we'll have a, ch- a chat, a chat off air, but I already know what you what what you want to do. <laughs> Some idea. But... I'm just I'm just that good now, Dale. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just I'm happy being a fucking gypsy for now. That's like <laughs> living in a van and cruising well, around. Actually, the thing. Like, what I really wanted to do, though, I guess that was probably it. I just, I kind of just did want to travel and just be left the fuck alone. That was that was yeah, like my life. On. I was like, well, you're living alone. it now, and you and you're living it now, aren't you? So, yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah. So, obviously, is there anything else? What's your message for people that are that are stuck? Um, that have that feeling that there's something wrong. Like, what's your advice to those people? Well, I mean, like every everyone's different, but yeah. it's like it's like where do you start? You can't you can't make decisions about anything unless you have unless you have fucking knowledge of of what's going on. If you're talking on the on a world scale, but you're talking more like personally. I don't I, I don't particularly I don't like giving too much advice. I'd like to see I'd like to see people become less cowardly. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's like a sad state of affairs because like when you know what humans are, because people go, oh, we're so powerful, but it's like a throwaway line, but it's like, we actually are. Yes, we we're are. Fucking, I say it all the time. We are the, most, we are the most powerful thing in the whole universe and everything that's been thrown against us, we, you're talking like the full scale attack on humanity that, you know, the spraying in the skies, the food. Yep. The transgender shit, the freaking, you know, the raping of children, human trafficking, you know, the siphoning of our money, everything. It if you look at on and on. Why, why are they, why are they putting such a, such a, an assault on humanity? 
and it's because they are that force is fucking terrified beyond belief that we will realize what it is to be and human. it's like it's that quote that um if you're um if you're one eyed and you ha- you want to control two eyed you must make t- you must make the two eyed blind and mm. that's so it's all the control of um that and that's victim mentality that we can't do anything the government's so strong the corporations are so strong yep or even like personally that I you know I can't do anything if if you change that belief system you can it, it depends what you want to do you can you can do or you can do or be anything. Yes, I agree. And, and, and it's like, and it's not that. Oh, you know, aspire to fuck. Oh, I'm going to be something great in the eye of the public. It's just like just simple shit. Yes. Um, so, I agree with that. Like, I, I think we're gonna. It, it, the my utopia is um, a world where everyone expresses their own uniqueness, creativity. We, have, we aren't being taxed and siphoned and stolen our money through money, which is sex energy. Yeah. We aren't getting, and that then when you have time and you're not, because they, they rob you of your time. That's yes. The when you have time, human beings, because everyone thinks, oh, you know, fucking if there was like a utopia, I'd just sit around and do nothing all day. It's, that's not. No. Human beings are naturally, we are, we're creative. Beings. Yes, we, we are. Just, we would, we would like art and creation and dance and fucking. Okay, the amount of time that if you had open time with people that you would sit around in groups and just talk like talk and connect with people because we don't you don't do any of that because no. everyone's too busy in their fucking job. Yep. And you're only busy in your job because you need to pay the tax. Correct. So you know, that's that's what I see eventually happening. So do uh, I. You know, that's a long way off, but I think it's in our lifetime. Yes. Uh, we're gonna, you know, we're we're here to be the people that we're we're seeing the opening of the door. We're the generation that's opening the door, right? Yeah, we are. And um, I um, and like I think that's we need to look very strongly at what this artificial intelligence is. Mm. How much going to engage with technology? Um, to what level? Where is your line? At what line do you say, "No, I'm not engaging in this technology anymore"? And fuck, my phone just gone off there. Like I'm, I'm addicted. <laughs> I'm addicted to tech. I'll I'll admit it. I'm I'm fucking addicted to it. And I didn't notice that until I went out to the territory and then you had like hours and days without reception having, having any access. And well, what angry. was what was the lesson there for you, Dale, in the Northern Territory? Well, that was well, the other part of it, yeah. I guess well it was to start um be happy in nature and mm. in in the fucking silence and that there's this, I've had this desire to have constant thirst for information, yes. and knowledge, but you know it uh, all anyway, but yeah, the innate knowledge is within you and, and particularly in within nature. Yep. Spot on. And you know it all anyway. It's like, yeah, well, a, it's like a dopamine hit that you're after. Yeah. Well, that's, um, that's why Eve, ate the fruit in the garden of eden it was the the quest for knowledge yeah it was she wanted to <laughs> like what what does max say max talks about cutting down he goes oh you know instead of admiring the tree we'll cut down the tree to see how old the tree is it's like <laughs> yeah it's like how much do you want to know and then um like that's what I, that's what i think lucifer is too Lu- lucifer is the artificial intelligence 
Mm-hmm. And even um, like the in Islam, they call the the devils of the jinn, and they say they come from luminous fire. Mm. I listened to that the other day, and I thought I've never heard anyone describe that as artificial intelligence because um, the archons that come out of the Gnostic texts they talk about that the the archons, which again are this, um, they are they're AI because they're um, uh, they do counter mimicry, right? Mm. So he says the archons come from fire. So what's fire without any smoke? That's electrical circuits. That's artificial intelligence. Mm. So I I think that's that's the main theme that I want to that I want to look at, and I think that like everyone wants to look at because that's that transhumanism, which goes into transgender stuff, and it's yep. um it's an artificial force. Mm, it is and that's the hive that's the hive mind that they've tried to create isn't it yeah well that's an expression expression of the ai because it yeah because it because you know i said before it wants like you we want to be unique expressions of the creator they they don't want unique expressions they want homogenized homogenized robots but what they really want is our soul yeah but they can't get that no, but they want it. Yeah. Well, they, they, the, yeah, the AI is basically mapping the human condition. Yes. Because, because the human being is a compressed fractal of the creator. You are a walking universe. You have, you are a universe. Mm. You are the entire universe. Yep. So if you want to access the universe and understand the universe, what do you do? You map humanity. And if you want to attack, the center of the universe you attack the human heart yeah so that's everything's everything's micro macro yes mark yep spot on and look what they've done in the last three years they've attacked the human heart yeah look at now that's you know that todd woodbridge won the other day right did you see that yeah i did see that i yeah i i I instantly i just i go that's fake i don't even think he had a heart attack no they were like pushing some promo on TV about they're doing some report on heart disease or whatever now. And then they're like, oh, and here's Todd Woodbridge who just had a heart attack. What are they going to have? What are they got? Cardiac officials or something, haven't they? Cardiac. Yeah, something. but that's what he, his what heart attack, that? which I don't believe happened. I think it was just a, it was just an advertising campaign for. Yeah, they're going to roll out some cardiac officials now. Like, what? Yeah, well, they're, <sighs> talk, they're talking about vaccines for. Um, for heart attacks now. <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> Fuck me. No, it's unbelievable, isn't it? And yeah. it that's 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 really all, all all it is, isn't it? They've attacked the human heart. Um, people have suppressed their stuff for too long and their stuff's I can see in humanity right now people's stuff's coming up. And they're suppressing the pain. And that pain is over eons and eons and eons of time, not even just in this life, many lives. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the initial pain is your severing from the creator, which was intent that you chose you chose to sever a part of yourself to go down, you know, get to go through all the all the compressions, but mm. and to actually hold the whole universe within your body, but but you're actually you that's like the initial trauma. Um yeah. Mm. It's unbelievable, isn't it? We could talk for hours about it, can't we? Like we've already gone for probably mate, just, fifty these, minutes. Look at these midgy bites I've got. Mosquito bites, mate. Ah, uh, midgies, little sand flies. 
Oh, é o... Análise... Choque. Ichi ou é o Análise? Yeah, well, you can't, you can't feel them bite you, and then I just fucking itch them, and uh, you just, they Scratch. just welt yeah. up everywhere. It's shocking. Yeah. Well, been really good to chat to you, Dale. Is there anything else, anything else we need to cover? Uh, mate, I'll be down, I'll be down next week, and um, we'll talk in person. It might be topical, and we maybe we'll do one on um, on the floods and the Agenda Twenty One Bendigo Council. Yeah, and I um, we could do that. Yeah. I reckon we do that. That'd be good. Yeah, we'll do it in person too. It'll be good. Um, I feel like a lot of people love it when we talk together, Dale, so we might as well just keep doing it. No worries, mate. Um, Anything? Any? You got a final word for people? Yeah, fuck the Bendigo Council. <laughs> Agenda 23. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what? I'd actually like... Um, yeah, I'd like to see them exposed. Yeah, wow. Well, not one. just them, but all of them, but yeah, I don't know. Um yeah, just um, remember who and what you are. Yeah, you're a human being. Yeah, human being. Yeah. Human being. Correct. You have you got a dad joke for us, Dale, to leave us on? <laughs> oh, Come fuck. on, give me one. Oh shit! I have to think. Oh, oh, oh. I, I actually, yeah, I got a good one. This guy told me at Ellie Beach. He was actually he was being such a wanker. <laughs> <laughs> and me and my mate are like, oh, I wish this guy would go away. And then he told this joke and we loved him after that. All right, here we go. Uh, what was it? It goes, um, um, oh, yeah, that's where he goes. What's, uh, what is a pirate's favorite letter? What? Uh, what's a pirate's favorite letter? Oh, R. <laughs> R, you <laughs> thought it was I, but it's the C. You had that one? No, I haven't. That's a good one. I don't want that. You did it well. He goes, ah, you thought it was A, but it's the C. C. <laughs> I don't do it very good. This guy nailed it. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Dale. Thanks for jumping on today. Um, really appreciate you giving your time to this. And um, hopefully a lot more people, our information that we've gathered can just reach more people. So I'm yeah. sure I'm sure you'll share it on Telegram. I'll share it everywhere. So thank you for jumping no on. Worries. I'll see you soon. Yeah, you will. I'll stop recording now.